0: Hi, I'm Andrea Linares, Univision News anchor and host of you News, the podcast. This week, our podcast has a different format as our newsroom adjusts to working in the era of coronavirus. We'll be back to our regular format in no time. Thanks for listening. Today is April 8th. Here are today's top stories. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders ended his presidential bid on Wednesday. Sanders' announcement makes former Vice President Joe Biden the likely nominee to challenge President Trump in November. In a video message posted to Twitter, Sanders said he's staying on the ballot. I will stay on the ballot in all remaining states and continue to gather delegates. While Vice President Biden will be the nominee, we must continue working to assemble as many delegates as possible at the Democratic convention where we will be able to exert significant influence over the party platform and other functions. Then together, standing united, we will go forward to defeat Donald Trump, the most dangerous president in modern American history. And a sobering milestone in the fight against COVID-19. It's been the deadliest 24 hours yet in the United States with over 700 deaths in New York State alone. Behind every one of those numbers is an individual, is a family, is a mother, is a father, is a sister, is a brother. So a lot of pain uh, again today for many New Yorkers and there are our thoughts and prayers. But there are signs of hope. The projected US death toll continues to slide downward. Assigned mitigation efforts nationwide may be working. Models show around 60,000 Americans will die of coronavirus by August. That's a drop from past projections of between 80,000 and 90,000 deaths. The president says 110,000 ventilators will be ready in the coming weeks, with thousands being distributed to states in the next few days. FEMA has also expedited shipments of other critical supplies to the U.S. from overseas. 13 flights arrived Monday with more scheduled Tuesday night. And General Motors has agreed to produce around 30,000 ventilators under the Defense Production Act. The first shipments should arrive in early June. President Trump has removed the Pentagon's top watchdog from overseeing the $2 trillion emergency coronavirus funding. Glenn Fine, who has served as acting Pentagon inspector general since 2016, was just tapped to lead the committee last week. President Trump's office made the announcement about Fine on Tuesday, saying he'll go back to being principal deputy inspector general. A Defense Department spokesperson did not explain why Fine was removed from that position. It's unclear who will now be tasked with overseeing the emergency coronavirus funding. Speaker of the House Democrat Nancy Pelosi reacted to the news. Fine was appointed by the President just around a week ago, uh, and now hes since he was chosen by his colleagues to lead the uh the pandemic uh committee. Uh, oversight Committee, he is now being removed by the President, President sending in some of his loyalists. So this is a, really a problem. New data shows African Americans are more at risk of dying from COVID-19. Dr. Anthony Fauci of the White House Coronavirus Task Force addressed the issue during Tuesday's briefing. We have a, a particularly difficult problem of an exacerbation of a health disparity. We've known literally forever that diseases like diabetes, hypertension, obesity, and asthma are disproportionately afflicting the minority populations, particularly the African-Americans. In Michigan, African-Americans account for 41% of coronavirus deaths, even though they make up 14% of the population. Over in Illinois, 43% of the people who've died are African-American, even though they make up 15% of the population. And in Louisiana, African Americans account for 70% of the deaths in that state, even though they are a third of the population. Dr. Fauci added there's no solutions at this time except to give people the best care possible to avoid complications. And a sense of normalcy is returning to the place where it all began. Wuhan celebrated the lifting of lockdown measures on Wednesday People are now allowed to leave Wuhan as the trains and airports resume service, traffic flowing once again. For 76 days, this city with a population larger than New York City was walled off from the rest of mainland China. Local authorities say they expect 55,000 people to leave the city by train on Wednesday. And UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson remains hospitalized but in stable condition and is reported to be responding to treatment. According to a spokesman, quote, the prime minister is receiving oxygen, treatment, and is breathing without support. Johnson has spent three nights in St. Thomas Hospital, two of which have been in intensive care. Thanks for listening to You News, the podcast. Don't forget to follow You News on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. And join us tomorrow for a new episode. Until then, take care.